The following program is furnished by The Truth About Your Future, LLC. The views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views of this station. This information is education and not financial advice. Consult a financial advisor before investing. The Truth About Your Future with Rick Edelman is brought to you by Bitwise, the world's largest crypto index fund manager. And by Global X ETFs, dedicated to providing investors with unexplored and intelligent solutions. And by Invesco QQQ, a fund that allows you to access the innovators of the NASDAQ 100. And by Edelman Financial Engines. Rick Edelman is a board member, consultant, shareholder, and client of EFE. But EFE is unaffiliated and has no say over the content of The Truth About Your Future with Rick Edelman. This is where technology, innovation, and personal finance come together. This is the truth about your future with Rick Edelman. And now your host, Rick Edelman. I'm glad you're with me here on the truth about your future. Let me share with you what's coming up on today's show. What's the best way for investors to manage their investments in this marketplace? College graduates who regret going to college. The Hoover Institution's new report on a CBDC, the Human Genome Project, psilocybin, reversing aging with sea squirts, and this week's health and wellness segment by my wife, Jean Edelman. You know, our Federal Reserve and our U.S. Treasury, they produce money in paper format. There isn't anything we do that is done on paper anymore. We live in a digital world. The question becomes, should we go to digital money? This is a huge debate, a big conversation. And now there's a massive 227-page report issued by the Hoover Institution. The foreword of the report was written by Condoleezza Rice, and she wrote the following. China has the world's second largest economy a large and increasingly sophisticated military, and the most pervasive system of domestic surveillance. It's the world's largest exporter, the second largest importer, and the biggest provider of infrastructure development. In digital commerce, China has become the leader. And building on that success, China has developed a central bank digital currency. It poses stark challenges for the United States and the world, a staggering enhancement of authoritarian control. China's first mover advantage consolidates its lead in online payment technology, will elevate authoritarian norms, and undermine principles of transparency, accountability, and human rights. It even threatens the dominance of the dollar as the world's reserve currency. U.S. authorities should move energetically to develop a U.S. bank digital currency, a CBDC, technology and standards to counter this growing Chinese influence. In short, for the executive branch, the Federal Reserve, Congress, and the American people, this is an urgent task. Now is the time to accelerate research, development, planning, and preparation to ensure U.S. global leadership and competitiveness in digital financial technology with an all-of-government and an all-of-society approach. Wow, that was the foreword from Condoleezza Rice of a new report on digital currency published by the Hoover Institution. And I'm reading this to you because it's profound and you need to be aware of what's coming. There are tremendous investment opportunities that I don't want you to miss and vital policy implications for our country. 
the report's executive summary says the following, and I quote, More than 90 central banks are researching, piloting, or deploying CBDCs, central bank digital currencies. Several are already testing cross-border transactions. China is the first major country to deploy a CBDC widely within its economy, and its central bank is dominant in a cross-border payments development project. China's emergence is a source of geo-economic and strategic influence. China's government asserts that its CBDC will yield greater efficiencies within China's domestic payment systems, enable more Chinese people to access the banking system, and allow for greater government oversight and control of business and individual financial transactions. However, the People's Republic of China views digital currency as one of several areas where it can exert a leadership role in setting global norms and rules around both digital policy and technical standards. To this end, China's central bank, the People's Bank of China, has already begun to propose international principles for cross-border digital currency transactions. While Chinese officials present a benign view of their engagement with digital currency on the global stage, some Chinese analysts emphasize rivalry with other powers, describing digital currencies as, quote, a new battlefield for competition, unquote, in which China can win through its first mover advantage. The U.S. administration and the Federal Reserve have yet to put forward their own visions for the integration of digital currencies into global payment systems, and they've not yet set norms governing the use of public and private digital currencies, domestically or internationally. For the United States to remain competitive and a leader in global finance and financial technologies and to ensure the continued strategic influence of the U.S. dollar, Washington should adopt a far more proactive strategy. That was the executive summary of a new report on digital currency by the Hoover Institution. I'm reading this to you because it's showing us the future. If our government blows it, we risk losing our position as the world's number one economic leader. The report's major findings are the following, and I quote, China is the global leader in fintech innovation and adoption, building on technological advances that largely originated in the United States. Alipay and WeChat Pay are the most dynamic and successful fintech payment services in the world. China's CBDC harnesses this technological dynamism for a set of government-directed objectives that include supporting China's transition away from paper money providing more efficient payment services, both commercial and governmental, including social welfare programs, expanding access to payment systems through the ability to make offline CBDC payments in areas without cellular or internet services, and reducing corruption. The Chinese digital currency also enables the People's Bank of China to respond more quickly to changes in macroeconomic conditions with adjustments to its monetary policy, including more flexible and targeted forms of liquidity. Accordingly, China's central bank digital currency has the potential to save China more than $24 billion a year in costs associated with producing and distributing physical money. China's digital currency also increases Beijing's ability to enforce political control over Chinese society. 
It'll provide state-owned banks with a more direct window into personal financial transactions, letting the People's Bank of China directly trace money flows via bank accounts, ID cards, and phone numbers. Transactions can be tracked, accounts frozen, balances adjusted. With this power, the Chinese digital currency could become an important tool for punishing Chinese citizens for their social or political activism or criticism of the government. It could also be linked to other programs like the social credit system that aim to reward or punish Chinese citizens as well as Chinese and multinational corporations for their adherence to or defiance of government regulations and Chinese Communist Party norms of behavior. The international implications are significant. Given China's heft in global trade and investment, its digital currency may become a currency of choice for transactions between a significant number of foreign governments and businesses and their Chinese counterparts. In addition, China has a robust domestic digital technology infrastructure and a suite of technology products that it exports. More than 60% of smartphones sold in Africa are made in China, for instance. And new phones, like the Mate 40, come with CBDC wallets. China's CBDC also adds to Beijing's ability to weaken the U.S.-led financial sanctions program. China is asserting leadership in shaping global norms and institutions for multi-currency cross-border payments. Those were the major findings of a new report on digital currency by the Hoover Institution. I'm reading this to you because it's showing us the future. Our government has to maintain its leadership to maintain our position as the world's number one economic leader, and we are currently running the risk of losing that leadership. We'll continue our conversation about the report's recommendations when we return here on The Truth About Your Future. Stay with us. This is a call to the self-starters, to the self-made, and the self-sufficient. It's time to declare a new kind of independence, because Edelman Financial Engines is here to provide tailored investment solutions for your kind of wealthy. You should expect more from your wealth advisors. Our investment management approach is based on Nobel Prize-winning research, and our planners don't sell products to earn commissions. And because we're here for those who question the answers, we model more than 38,000 securities, so we can better stress test your portfolio through thousands of scenarios. So no matter where you're going next, see what we can build for you. Call 833-301-4333. That's 833-301-4333. Or visit planefe.com slash TAYF to get your complimentary financial plan. Edelman Financial Engines. Built for those who built themselves. The Truth About Your Future is sponsored by Global X ETFs. The financial services landscape is shifting before our eyes. Whether paying for groceries, applying for a mortgage, or even buying an NFT, almost anything you could imagine is at your fingertips. As these transactions become more and more seamless, it's easy to forget the innovative technologies making it all possible. Disruptions like fintech, blockchain, and yes, digital assets aren't just pixels on a screen. They're led by forward-thinking companies helping shape the future of finance. And you might want to consider where they fit in your portfolio. But where to start? At Global X ETFs, we offer a range of thematic investing solutions targeting these financial disruptions, in addition to other exponential technologies like lithium batteries, artificial intelligence, and more. 
Explore our insights and full product lineup at GlobalXETFs.com or ask your financial advisor. That's GlobalXETFs.com. Want to invest in digital assets but find it all a bit complicated? There's actually a very easy way that you can invest in this new asset class. Simply choose the Bitwise 10 Crypto Index Fund, symbol BITW. It's the first and still the biggest crypto index fund. It owns the 10 largest digital assets and rebalances monthly, so you don't have to decide what to buy or when to rebalance. Bitwise does it all for you. At Bitwise, we want digital assets to be available to everyone, and that's why we work closely with individual investors like you, as well as financial advisors and institutions. At Bitwise, crypto is all we do. If you believe digital assets should be part of a diversified portfolio, take a look at the Bitwise Crypto 10 Index Fund, symbol BITW, available everywhere you get your investments. There are major risks to consider, including the loss of your entire investment. Before investing in crypto funds, visit bitwiseinvestments.com to learn about the risks with these investments. Welcome back to The Truth About Your Future. I'm Rick Edelman. We're talking about the Hoover Institution's report on digital currency. So finally, I want to share with you the report's recommendations. I strongly encourage the White House, Congress, and the Federal Reserve to act on these recommendations immediately with their full force and resources of the federal government. The Hoover Institution's recommendations are as follows, and I quote, The United States should embrace the opportunity to shape the future digital economy. It should move quickly to determine the appropriate nature and role of digital currencies within the U.S. economy, prevent the Chinese CBDC from undermining U.S. geoeconomic and strategic influence, and prevent China's CBDC from threatening individual freedoms and human rights. A top U.S. priority should be to initiate a well-resourced CBDC research and development effort that engages the innovative strength of the private sector and the intellectual capital of U.S. universities. It is crucial that the United States develop CBDC technology. More broadly, the United States should establish a strategic plan for the role of payment systems in the U.S. digital economy. The United States should also position itself as a global leader in the digital currency space, especially in the development of a global framework of regulatory principles that's consistent with U.S. expectations concerning consumer protection, privacy, financial anti-crime compliance, financial stability, and the protection of monetary sovereignty. The United States should ensure high standards for cross-border uses of CBDCs and other payment instruments, such as stablecoins. In particular, the United States and other democracies should make clear that international adoption of Chinese e-payment platforms should give the Chinese government significant coercive leverage over other countries, companies, and individuals outside of China. These democracies should move expeditiously to coordinate standards for privacy and for the protection of monetary sovereignty in relation to the use of CBDCs and private cryptocurrencies. Such coordination can counter the potential proliferation of standards being set by China's government that are not consistent with the norms of market democracies. The United States should be vocal in its leadership. Given China's dominance in global trade, its CBDC technology and the lack of privacy norms are likely to proliferate rapidly 
unless compelling alternatives are available. What I've just read to you are key parts of the 227-page report by the Hoover Institution on digital money. Anyone who thinks this whole crypto thing is a fad or a fraud or something just for teens or Gen X, wow, you're really missing the point. This represents the greatest innovation in global finance you will ever see in your lifetime. And there are profound investment opportunities to help you create wealth and financial security for your family and fundamentally, vitally important for the safety and security and leadership of our own nation. Please don't miss this. To learn more, I recommend you read two things. Read the report. It's available for free at hoover.org and Read my new book, The Truth About Crypto. I really want to help you get a deep dive into the key personal finance topics that matter most. So this year, I'm teaching four master classes, and you can watch all four of them for free. The first master class, The Truth About Crypto, just like the title of my new number one bestseller. My next master classes will be in August, October, and November. They'll all be online for free, and you'll be able to watch them whenever you want and as often as you want. Sign up now for my first master class at thetruthayf.com. It's thetruthayf.com. Our future is largely determined by whether or not we go to college, whether or not we get a degree and what that degree is in, millions of Americans have enrolled in college, gone to college, borrowed money to go to college, but never ended up getting a degree. 40% of those who enrolled 10 years ago have college debt, but no college degree. President Biden is talking about forgiving $10,000 of student loan debt for tens of millions of Americans. In fact, it would completely wipe out the debt of 15 million people, a third of all the college debt borrowers. Half of them don't have a degree. And four and a half million of them are already delinquent or in default on their loan repayments. Wiping out $10,000 of debt per borrower would cost the federal government $230 billion, a quarter of a trillion. This is why it's such a political football. In the middle of the government fighting inflation, we're now talking about throwing another quarter of a trillion dollars into the economy by virtue of debt elimination for these 15 million people. We have to ask ourselves if the government can afford it. We have to ask ourselves if, in fact, this is a fair way to inject capital into the economy. Five years ago, for example, New York State made college free. A million students, residents of New York State, qualify for free college. And of those million students over the last five years, guess how many have taken advantage of this? 73,000. One of the reasons they say so few students have enrolled under this free tuition program? The application process is a barrier. It's complicated and difficult, and most can't get through it. There's a new survey of recent college graduates. Nearly 6 out of 10 say their degree did not prepare them for a job. Half say they haven't even applied for entry-level jobs because they feel they're underqualified, even though they've got a brand-new college degree. 75% of college grads have buyer's remorse about their student debt. Only 25% say given the chance to do it again, they would. Seven out of 10 say they would not go to college, would not incur that debt, 
if they could do it all over again. And more than half regret the specific degree that they chose to get. Wrong field, they say. I should have studied something else. 41% say that if they could do it all over again, they would choose a degree in a field that is more in demand, better opportunity for getting a job and a good paying job and a good career. College students, as a result, no wonder, are quitting college left and right to take jobs that have new high pay offers. Employers around the country are struggling to find workers. And so a lot of these college kids are saying, why should I go to college and spend 30 or 50 grand a year going into debt to do so when I can go get a job making 30 or 50 grand a year? There are 700,000 fewer students enrolled in college this year across the country. That's a 5% drop from last year. Numbers are even bigger at community colleges. Enrollment's down 800,000 since the start of the pandemic. I've talked with you often about the issue of college planning as part of your overall financial plan. You need to make sure you're talking with your children, your grandchildren who are headed to college. Make sure they are handling the college question correctly. Should they go to college? Should they go right now? What kind of a college should they attend? How much are they going to be willing to spend on a degree? How much debt are they going to incur? And what degree are they going to obtain? What are the economic and occupational opportunities in that degree? Because with exponential technologies, so many fields are going to be obsolete, replaced by robotics, artificial intelligence, and other technologies. Learn from those who got their degrees over the last 10 years. Avoid the regret that they are expressing. There are two ways to learn. You can learn from experience, which is very time-consuming and very expensive. Or you can learn from the experiences of others, saving you that time and potentially that regret. I'm Rick Edelman. This is The Truth About Your Future. Stay with us. Allow us to introduce you to Jeremiah, an ordinary person who helped shape the future by putting his money behind the right ideas. Jeremiah's always been a numbers guy, from his days competing in the high school math league to now as the teacher who leads it. Jeremiah is also accessing the companies who are driving environmental innovations for the next generation by investing in Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is a fund that allows you access to innovators of the NASDAQ 100, which goes to show you don't have to be a helio seismologist to help push progress forward. Become an agent of innovation. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. There are risks when investing in ETFs, including possible loss of money. ETFs' risks are similar to those of stocks. Investments in the tech sector are subject to greater risk and more volatility than more diversified investments. The NASDAQ 100 Index comprises the 100 largest non-financial companies on the NASDAQ. You can't invest directly into an index. Before investing, consider the fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit Invesco.com for a prospectus with this information. Read it carefully before investing. This message is brought to you by Charles Schwab. No matter what tomorrow brings, some things won't change. Like Schwab's commitment to see the world through clients' eyes. That commitment is why Schwab is always here for clients with clear guidance and committed service to help maintain focus on achieving long-term goals. So whatever happens today, Schwab remains invested in you. Visit schwab.com to learn how Schwab is ready to help. You're listening to The Truth About Your Future with Rick Edelman, sponsored by Choice. 
Choice is changing the way Americans save for retirement by making it possible to invest in Bitcoin, crypto, and other alternative assets inside your IRA. That's right. Whether you open a deductible or a Roth IRA with Choice, you can invest in Bitcoin and 22 other digital assets in your retirement account. You can also buy stocks, mutual funds, ETFs, gold, real estate, and more, all in a single retirement account. There's no hidden fees or account minimums, just more control over your retirement savings. And Choice makes it ridiculously easy to combine all of your old retirement accounts with a rollover concierge service. So if you've switched jobs in the last few years and have been putting off rolling over your old 401k, make sure you check out Choice. Head on over to retirewithchoice.com slash Rick. That's retirewithchoice.com slash Rick. This is The Truth About Your Future. I'm very happy to welcome onto the program John Meyer. He is the Chief Investment Officer of Global X ETFs. He and his team craft Global X ETFs investment strategy. John, welcome to the program. Thanks, Rick. You know, in this economic environment, there's so much volatility, so much concern about where the economy is headed. We all know the situation with inflation and interest rates and the supply chain problems, the war in Ukraine, lingering COVID, on and on and on. So I'll ask you the question, is this time different? So Rick, every time is different. <laughs> it's true. I mean, every period has their own wrinkle. You know, when have we lived through a pandemic? When have we lived through a period where the Fed is going to remove liquidity? When have we lived in a period where there's a war in Europe? And now we have supply chain issues, obviously, with restarting the economy, but then further lockdowns in China. So if you look back, to different periods, say from 2009 to 2021. During that period, we had record high profit margins, multiple expansion, and this was all fueled by low interest rates. And this all led to the biggest bull market in our history. Corporate profits uh, increased and performance followed, both in the S&P and the NASDAQ. Um, and this was all because of low interest rates. And that Low interest rates was good news for returns. And then the worst news of all, the pandemic. And now that central banks around the world are on the track to raise interest rates and shrinking balance sheets, a new thought process has to be embedded. I think the market is going to be a lot more focused on business models and less focused on kind of broad exposures. This time is different. So if that's true, if this time really is different, and I think there's a lot of credibility to what you're describing, traditionally, investors have said, I'm going to reduce my risks or manage my risks by diversifying. I'm going to own a wide variety of asset classes, stocks, bonds, real estate, oil, commodities, foreign securities, government securities, and so on. And yet what we've noticed in the past six to nine months Everything everywhere is falling in value. We saw that happen in 2008. Diversification doesn't really seem to be helping reduce the risks very much. What's your reaction to that? I mean, that's a fair statement. So typically, at least over the past 30 years, we've all been accustomed to the 60-40 portfolio. But what do you do when stocks and bonds are, are correlated? And that's the situation that you have right now. So as financial conditions tighten, traditional fixed income remains positively correlated to stocks. And that's problematic to find diversification. And the correlation between bonds and stocks is, is highly variable. 
um, depending on the macroeconomic conditions. So if you look to the past, say in the 70s and 80s, they had a strong positive correlation. And since that time, because of the interest rate environment that we've been in, they were a nice complement and provided diversification. So right now, there's a conundrum. How do you effectively diversify? And for a period of time, energy and commodities has proven to be a fairly decent diversifier, particularly you've had the war in Ukraine has uh, put pressure on the energy markets when the uh, NASDAQ is down close to 4% and the S&P is down 3%. And because of the CPI numbers being higher than expected last week, everything is selling off. Today, I would say uh, everything is correlated. It's, it's more difficult. But today is more of like a kitchen sink. Um, over the coming days, we'll have some more clarity in terms of you know, what sectors we're going to focus on and will benefit in the current environment. So Global X is very well known for being one of the most effective, one of the largest, most successful ETF providers in the industry. You have dozens of different ETFs, many of them thematically focused in specific themes and in investing in the marketplace. What's the best way for investors to manage their investments in this marketplace? How do they reduce the risks? How do they manage through this most ideally? What's the best way to get the most value from their investment strategy today? Well, first of all, ETFs. ETFs in general, I think, are the ultimate fintech instrument. They are diversified. And if you want to get a little more focused, you can get thematic exposure. If you want to be exposed to cloud computing or cybersecurity or disruptive materials. And within those ETFs, you're also getting a certain level of diversification. Perhaps value is more in favor right now. Um, and you can get that exposure with an ETF. If your time horizon is longer, and you want to be exposed to some disruptive technologies, we have uh, ETFs in that particular area. Also, if you think commodities are a diversifier, whether it be gold or uranium or some energy exposure, MLPs that provide uh, income in this environment, that's another way to diversify your overall portfolio. So at Global X, we have, you know, whether it be thematic, which are more growth and momentum oriented, or you have some income-oriented, which tend to be kind of more on the value spectrum. So what's the final piece of advice at the end of the day? Bottom line, this is the final message that I really think investors need to hear about today's investment marketplace. Well, I do believe that if you stay diversified over time, markets will recover. If you look at historically, things, you know, the S&P 500, the Dow, uh, the NASDAQ, while well, it takes some time to recover uh, after the dot-com bubble, Overall, if you're holding a broad exposure, uh, markets do recover. So while I do think it makes sense to gear towards the particular environments that you're in, I do believe that staying the course is the best strategy over time. That's John Mayer. He's the Chief Investment Officer of Global X ETFs here on The Truth About Your Future. To learn more about those ETFs that Global X offers, just go to globalxetfs.com. John, thanks so much for joining us on the show today. Thanks, Rick. You know, we talk a lot about crypto. If you're looking for a financial advisor who's trained in digital assets, I've got the solution for you. I've created the Advisor Directory. This is a listing of financial advisors around the country who have attained their certificate in blockchain and digital assets, demonstrating their knowledge and fluency in this new asset class, and they can be helpful to you. You can reach these folks at thetruthayf.com. It's free. The advisor directory at thetruthayf.com.
You're listening to The Truth About Your Future. Every week, I like to bring you some of the coolest innovations that are coming in the field of exponential technologies. After 32 years, we have finally finished mapping the human genome. The Human Genome Project began back in 1985. Yeah, it took this long. Our DNA is the blueprint of life. The letters A, C, T, and G represent our genome. There are three billion of these pairs. And so, yeah, it took a while to count them all up and sort them all out. In fact, it cost $3 billion to track and record the human genome. But that was a project that started back in 1985. Think about computer technology back then. Yeah, right. There wasn't much of it. Today, it costs $300 to map your genome. And pretty soon, your doctor is going to be able to do it in the doctor's office. In fact, it'll probably be a free app on your smartphone and you'll upload the data to your doctor to improve your medical care. That by the end of this decade. Scientists, by the way, are now saying that one or two doses of psilocybin can quickly cure depression. Psilocybin, that's the chemical in magic mushrooms. Apparently, this drug reboots neural networks in the brain, kicking the brain out of its depression. They say it might even work for more than depression. They are now studying it for anorexia and addiction as well. Researchers from the Liverpool University, from Stanford University, and from the University of Chinese Academy of Sciences say that supplementing your diet with the sea organisms called sea squirts can actually reverse aging. They say sea squirts can be eaten raw. They're on the menu in Korea and Japan. Apparently, they contain something called a plasmalogen, which is vital to our body's processes, especially the heart, the brain, and immune cells. And according to the study, these plasmalogens may not only reduce cognitive decline, might actually reverse it. The innovations being created in the field of exponential technologies. I talk about all of it in my book, The Truth About Your Future. Stay with us for more. I'm Rick Edelman. Want to invest in digital assets but find it all a bit complicated? There's actually a very easy way that you can invest in this new asset class. Simply choose the Bitwise 10 Crypto Index Fund, symbol BITW. It's the first and still the biggest crypto index fund. It owns the 10 largest digital assets and rebalances monthly, so you don't have to decide what to buy or when to rebalance. Bitwise does it all for you. At Bitwise, we want digital assets to be available to everyone, and that's why we work closely with individual investors like you, as well as financial advisors and institutions. At Bitwise, crypto is all we do. If you believe digital assets should be part of a diversified portfolio, take a look at the Bitwise Crypto 10 Index Fund, symbol BITW, available everywhere you get your investments. There are major risks to consider, including the loss of your entire investment. Before investing in crypto funds, visit bitwiseinvestments.com to learn about the risks with these investments. What do all the greatest innovations have in common? Agents of innovation. Ordinary people who shape the future by putting their money behind the right ideas. Invesco QQQ is a fund that allows you access to innovators of the NASDAQ 100. So you don't have to be an inventor to help create what's next to come. Be an agent of innovation with Invesco QQQ. 
Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. There are risks when investing in ETFs, including possible loss of money. ETFs' risks are similar to those of stocks. Investments in the tech sector are subject to greater risk and more volatility than more diversified investments. The NASDAQ 100 Index comprises the 100 largest non-financial companies on the NASDAQ. You can't invest directly into an index. Before investing, carefully read and consider fund investment objectives, risks, charges, expenses, and more in the prospectus at Invesco.com. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This is a call to the self-starters, to the self-made, and the self-sufficient. It's time to declare a new kind of independence, because Edelman Financial Engines is here to provide tailored investment solutions for your kind of wealthy. You should expect more from your wealth advisors. Our investment management approach is based on Nobel Prize-winning research, and our planners don't sell products to earn commissions. And because we're here for those who question the answers, we model more than 38,000 securities, so we can better stress test your portfolio through thousands of scenarios. So no matter where you're going next, see what we can build for you. Call 833-301-4333. That's 833-301-4333. Or visit planefe.com slash T-A-Y-F to get your complimentary financial plan. Edelman Financial Engines, built for those who built themselves. Let's take a phone call here on The Truth About Your Future. Let's talk with Kurt. He's in Glendale, California. Welcome to the program. Kurt, how are you? I'm well, thank you so much. Uh, I have a question. My mother and father had joint investment accounts at Vanguard. Mm -hmm. The accounts are not retirement accounts. Both of my parents have a will. Mm -hmm. Both will stipulate per stirpes rather than per capita. Which means when they die, the assets pass to their heirs including, this is an important point for folks listening, per stirpes means not only do the assets pass to the heirs. For example, how many children do they have? Three of us. Okay, so per stirpes means when they die, the assets pass to the three of you equally, unless they split it up differently. Do you have children, Kurt? I do not. You do not. Do your brothers, sisters have children? My one sister has four children. Okay, so here's the deal. Under per stirpes, if your sister dies before your parents die, her share of the inheritance will go to her four children. Mm -hmm. Without the per stirpes listing, if she were to die before your parents, her share of the inheritance would go to you and your other sibling instead of her children. So per stirpes protects the line of ascension. So this way, her children will get her share of the inheritance. That's the purpose of per stirpes. Okay, great. So our father passed away in February, giving everything to our mother. Right. An individual account at Vanguard was set up for our mother when our father passed. And those joint non-retirement funds were then transferred to her individual account. Right. My oldest sister also has full agent authorization for my mother's individual Vanguard account. Okay. So like we said, I have two sisters. Is it wise to set up beneficiaries and use a Todd with our mother's individual Vanguard account now, or is it better to wait for the will to be probated upon her death? 
Okay. First of all, nobody calls it a TOD. It's called TOD. We love acronyms in our industry. TOD for transfer on death. In other words, here's how it's set up. Your mom's account is in her name only as a single individual. Because it's a taxable account, an individual account, her will is going to dictate how that asset gets distributed upon her death. And if the will says that the money goes to the three children equally, then that's what's going to happen. The problem, of course, is that wills have to go through probate court. That takes many, many months in many jurisdictions, a year or more, subjecting it to public scrutiny. Your neighbors, your mom's neighbors can find out what the will says. And in many cases, legal expenses that can be as much as 5% of the value of the asset. Very much of a hassle. Nobody likes probate. There are ways to avoid the probate process. And you've just mentioned a very common one, TOD, transfer on death. In other words, we change the account registration so that it is not in your mom's name only. Instead, it says, mom, TOD, names of the three children. This way, when mom dies, instantly, immediately, as soon as you all notify Vanguard and send them a death certificate, Vanguard will distribute the money equally to the three people named under the TOD transfer on death. You skip the probate process. So yes, a TOD registration is a very good idea if you want to avoid the probate process. But there might be reasons within the family that that isn't the ideal solution. For example, let's say that one of the three of you is a drug addict, or one of the three of you is in jail, or one of the three of you was a minor under the age of 18 who legally can't inherit assets, or what if fill in the blank for whatever particular reason, a spendthrift, or uh, in a bad marriage, and you're afraid that the inheritance going to the sister would end up going to the soon-to-be ex-husband. There are lots of reasons why you might not want to distribute the money immediately upon death to everybody equally. The TOD doesn't allow you to alter it. It's simple, it's quick, it's easy, but it's also unable to be modified. For this reason, what you might want to do instead is have your mom create a revocable living trust and title that account into the name of the trust. Inside of a trust, you can have much more elaborate sets of rules. For example, I'll allow two of the children to get their inheritance right away, but the drug addict or the person who's in jail, there are going to be conditions under which they get the money. For example, they can't get the money till they're out of jail, or they can't get the money till they're 35, or they can't get the money till they're out of rehab, or we're not going to give them the money at all. Instead, we'll give them an allowance. We'll give them a monthly check for life because if I gave them a lump sum of money, the money would be gone within a few weeks. So you can create the criteria under which the inheritance is distributed and you can do differently for each heir rather than treating everybody the same all at once. So you know your family best, as does your mom, and you can determine with your sisters as to whether or not you need to go the trust route. But failing that, yeah, the TOD is probably a good, easy, convenient uh, solution to the problem. Okay. So we don't have to worry about going to probate at all with her will if we do a TOD. Or at least regarding that asset. Now, she has other assets, I'm assuming, beyond this one account. We'll just focus on this uh, this one situation that I'm calling. Okay. If this one asset is titled as TOD, it skips probate. But if she owns a house, if she owns a car, if she has other investment accounts elsewhere uh, or other financial assets, bank accounts, et cetera, those are all still going to go through probate. And if I may also ask, should our father's will go through probate as well? It has to. It has to. Okay. Uh, I think that's it. Thank you very much. 
I'm really glad it was able to be helpful to you, Kurt. And I wish you in the very best and my condolences to your mom and your sisters and yourself and the loss of your dad. Thank you. That was Kurt in Glendale, California, here on The Truth About Your Future. You got a question? Do the same thing that Kurt did. Send me an email to askrick at thetruthayf.com. Time now for everybody's favorite segment of the program, Visit by My Wife, Jean Edelman. Jean is a student of the healing arts, Reiki, traditional Chinese medicine, homeopathy, acupuncture, and of course, macrobiotic and plant-based cooking. Here's Jean. Great to be with you this week. This week, my word is cherish. I believe that there have been so many moments given to us these past few years that have been a teaching moment for us to cherish those in our lives, to cherish those very special moments in our life, to cherish the people in our life, and to discover and cherish that which is important to us in life. We shouldn't take anybody for granted. We shouldn't take our health for granted. How interesting sometimes if we feel that we can eat whatever we want and we can drink whatever we want and we can overextend ourselves and we can be out of balance and not understand that it's going to affect our health. We have to cherish ourselves, love ourselves, take care of ourselves. Life is too short. If we have a beef with somebody, talk it through. Talk it through. Go into a room. Figure it all out. Whatever you have to do, because we need to fix it. We can't hold on to it. It creates too much stress. Don't take anything for granted. It's not about the things in life. It's about the moments in life. We're creating memories. It's about the joy. What joy do we bring into our life every day? Do we wake up happy? That's important because then we can cherish the moments that are in our day. And so this week is very short and sweet. I want you to hold on to that word, cherish. The C is to create. Stop holding on to things and patterns and expectations. Create a new version of ourselves. What do we want to be? Who do we want to be? What's important to us? What do we love to do? Create. The beauty of being human is we get to start over every day. The H is to honor, to honor ourselves mostly, to honor ourselves and to have boundaries so that we're not overextending ourselves, to honor ourselves, to know ourselves. We each have a journey. We don't get to step into anyone else's journey. We need to just enjoy our journey, honor our journey. And when we come upon somebody that is of a different mindset or a different opinion, well, maybe we will learn something if we stop long enough to listen. The E is for effervescence, vivacious, enthusiastic. This is how we should feel about our life. The R, the R is this is time to get real. Speak what we know is to be our truth. Don't hide anymore. Don't hide behind others. Don't hide behind excuses. Just be real. Be who you are. The I is to illuminate. That is what we should do with our thoughts, our actions, our words. We are all stars and our job is to shine every day. 
The S is to smile. When we smile, we light up the world. We light up those around us. It's important to smile every day. And the H is for hope. We're human. We always have hope. But we need to move in a positive forward direction for ourselves, for our kids, and for the world. So cherish, cherish, hold on to that word. Cherish those around you. No more hate, no more intolerance, no more judgment. When we cherish and honor and respect each other, the world will be a better place. Have a great week, everyone. If you're enjoying Jean's words of the week, you can get a list of them and all of her segments at thetruthayf.com. Meet Schwab Intelligent Income, a simple modern way to pay yourself from your portfolio. Overcome the complexity of income needs in retirement with automated tax smart withdrawals that you can start, stop, or adjust at any time without penalty. Plus, ongoing monitoring, so you'll always know where you stand. And since lower fees means more money for you to invest, you pay no advisory fee. Available with Schwab Intelligent Portfolios. Visit schwab.com slash intelligent income, a modern approach to wealth management. The Truth About Your Future is sponsored by Global X ETFs. Listeners to this show tune in every week to hear Rick Edelman and his guests talk about the personal finance topics that matter most. And if you're retired, or soon will be, you're no doubt listening for Rick's thoughts on retirement security and longevity. At Global X ETFs, we understand you may also be interested in opportunities to generate income, with interest rates still near historic lows despite an inflationary environment. Our approach to this challenge looks beyond what you might have considered, using asset classes that include MLPs, REITs, preferreds, and dividend-paying stocks. We have been managing these types of income-oriented strategies for more than a decade, with solutions suited to a range of portfolio objectives. Explore our full range of ETFs, research and insights, and more at GlobalXETFs.com, or speak with your financial advisor to learn more. Thanks for joining me on the show this weekend. Remember, if you haven't yet viewed my new master class, it's available to you for free at thetruthayf.com, my very first master class, The Truth About Crypto. You can view it free at thetruthayf.com. See you next week. Bye-bye. 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 I'm sorry, what? What part didn't you understand? The buh or the bye? Bye-bye. The Truth About Your Future with Rick Edelman has been brought to you by Bitwise, the world's largest crypto index fund manager. As crypto grows, Bitwise believes everyone should have a simple and familiar way to access it. Bitwise makes crypto clear. Bitwiseinvestments.com. And by Global X ETFs. For more than a decade, Global X ETFs has been dedicated to providing investors with unexplored and intelligent solutions. Learn more at GlobalXETFs.com. And by Invesco QQQ, a fund that allows you to access the innovators of the NASDAQ 100. Invesco.com slash QQQ. Stay tuned for Everyday Wealth with Soledad O'Brien and Gene Chatsky from Edelman Financial Engines. EverydayWealth.com backslash radio. EFE and the truth about your future with Rick Edelman are unaffiliated entities. Get the truth about your future every weekend with Rick Edelman. It's the truth AYF.com.